Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two with numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Zurich Classic down in Avondale, Louisiana. Yesterday, Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley uh, messed around in the, uh, the best ball and got themselves a 59. That's why, that's why these tournaments, the ones that are you know, formatted like this, are so difficult because if you're playing a best ball, and they will play a best ball again tomorrow, they're doing alternate shots today and Sunday down in, at the Zurich Classic. But if you know that you can, if your partner's you know, there with you, you can just go super aggressive on every swing of the club, and they got super aggressive to a 59. They got a three-stroke lead right now. My one and done is uh, Billy Horschel. He and Sam Burns, I think they just teed off. So uh, we'll see how they do today. Yeah, they're on the course as well. But uh, right now, three-stroke lead for Cantland Shoffley down at the Zurich Classic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is, the, he is known as the Bear. He's on ESPN's College Game Day. Of course, the glue that holds that whole show together. Uh, he won't say it, but I will. He's also, of course, half of the Stanford Stephen the Daily and the Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast over there at ESPN. What a great job they do on college football. And, of course, part of the Daily Wager crew as well on ESPN, too. It's Chris Felica. How you doing, Chris? I'm I'm doing well, Gil. I, I want to appreciate I appreciate you hanging a bad opening number earlier in the show on the plus four hundred to have a little brouhaha with 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 Malulio a little later in the show. <laughs> I, I I I max bet that down and it's down down to about plus two twenty five. So uh, I appreciate you hanging that bad number. I, I have a feeling I know exactly what it's about. Yeah. Well, what I what I assume is picture the old school boxer who puts up his fist like this and then does that whole thing where they you know put up your dukes. I think that's what's going to happen with me and Vinny. Yeah. Exactly. Could get ugly. Could get ugly. We'll see. I don't know. Vinny's such a good sport about stuff. We'll probably see if we can get by, it. By, by the way, though, on that front, and here's how I guess terrible. I guess is the the, the appropriate word to use for the lack of draft betting markets. Like I live in Connecticut, and I know DraftKings has them up, FanDuel has them up. But I can't bet them in the state of Connecticut for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Connecticut doesn't have uh, an NFL franchise in it. I can bet awards for all of these baseball, and I can bet awards. So, like, I don't know what their rationale is in the state of Connecticut not allowing us to bet the NFL draft. Like, if you want to say it's a, a voting, like, like anything to do with a voting or a, a, a human decision, then then why are we allowed to bet awards? That if at least if you had a, a, a franchise like North Carolina does, at least like, while I don't agree with it, at least you have the fallback of okay, well, they have, there's a franchise in the state. 
the state legislature doesn't want to do that. But I, I don't I don't get the rationale in Connecticut why I can't do anything here. It's so bad that I, I'm actually headed out there to work the draft next week, and I'm actually connecting through Detroit. Listen to, to this. Be able to have about an, I'm connecting through Detroit to have about an hour layover at DTW to be able to go through the draft process and draft into Fandle to be able to play them while I'm waiting for my connection out to Vegas and Detroit Airport. That, that's how I am. That is the NFL. awesome. Isn't that pathetic? That is awesome, though, that, because this is how great betting the NFL draft is, that you are legitimately detouring a flight so you can make bets in a jurisdiction. But I, first of all, I, it's a great point about Connecticut. There's about five states that have it in their, you know, in their gaming laws that you can't offer them. But you're right. The, the logic is is somewhat questionable and curious. And given the choice between either or awards versus draft, you would take the draft all day long. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, so here's my question. By the way, I love that you, I love that you are getting <laughs> divert me divert me to Detroit, please. They're like, why sir, what you had to direct No, 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 divert me. I'll explain later. Uh, exactly. So if I'm, if I'm rude to anybody on a Tuesday morning in Detroit, you can, you can understand why. If I'm locked in and ignoring people. So here, here was the question that I said I was going to ask you earlier in the show, which, and I'll ask this of any NFL draft person that I have on between now and the draft next Thursday, which is, what do you think you know for sure at this point? And I'll leave that open-ended. It could be about a player going to a team, a player's draft position over-under, uh, what you think's happened at the top of the draft, whatever it is. What do you think you know for sure, if anything, right now? Two, two things I am very, very certain of. Uh, number one is that Garrett Wilson will go in the top ten. And I've seen his draft is to, uh, over-under at ten and a half, and I know you played it, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think since you played it, that under his, his the juice has gone up on that. Um, He's going to go in the top ten. I actually had a, a really good source tell me the other day. He's like, he's like, he basically it's it's free money for the lack of a better term. So I am very very certain that Garrett Wilson's going to go in the top ten. And the other thing that I'm fairly certain of, just being in the in the tri-state area and reading and, and listening to New York uh, football coverage, I don't think Charles Cross is going to fall below seven to the Giants. Maybe he goes five to the Giants. Maybe he goes seven to the Giants. Maybe he even goes six to Carolina. If the Carolina's looking for a, uh, a lineman, I don't think Carolina's going to take a quarterback. But uh, I, I don't know if you can still find like cross over under seven and a half. But I, I don't think he's getting past the Giants at seven. So if you can find an under seven and a half or so on Charles Cross, that would be something else that I would. Uh, Definitely, definitely play. Current, currently live on air, scrambling for Charles Cross uh, props right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might be multitasking. Jeff, you might be going to get on that as well. Uh, by, by, by the way, uh, uh, what, what does Parlay think about the Jets here? I, I keep asking him. I keep asking him. Jeff And Jeff said something pretty interesting today about Thibodeau over, over Sauce. Yeah, I, I expect Thibodeau to be the pick over Sauce at four at this point. Now, could I be wrong? 100%, because, Chris, we've been trying to figure out this team for eons, and we still can't figure out what they're doing. <laughs> Two Jets fans yeah, commiserating. I, uh, I, actually, I actually kind of agree. That I think 3-4 I think will probably be Thibodeau and Gardner in some fashion. If they're there, maybe Thibodeau goes too. Who, who, who the heck does it? Not all the, the, the junk about Detroit taking a stop it. Detroit's not taking Malik Wallace at two. I mean, that, that's, that's ridiculous. So I, I, think, I think at four, um, I think the pick for the Jets would, would, would most likely be 
uh, Thibodeau or Gardner just because I think the Jets can line up uh, any of us three at cornerback right now, and that might be an upgrade as to what they've been, been playing out there. So I, I can see the Jets going Thibodeau or Gardner at four, and then at ten, wide receiver of choice who's there uh, to kind of be Zach Wilson's uh, go-to guy because this is not a very deep or good receiving course. So whether it's, whether it's Garrett Wilson, whether it's Jameson Williams, whether it's Drake London, I think the 10 at the Jets uh, will, will be a wide receiver. I think that's probably how they'll go. What would you, fi- you find on Charles Cross, Jeff? There's seven and a half still out there. Yeah, I see seven okay. and a half. Good. Yeah. 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 I see good numbers, too, on the under. I do. Under! I, I do indeed. Uh, all right, so so let's go to the top of the draft, and it's the whole, what, what are the Jaguars going to do? Are they, in fact, going to draft Aiden Hutchinson, who obviously peaked over $4, uh, came is is back down and you know minus one sixty minus one seventy range. Do they do they go Aiden Hutchinson? Do they go Trayvon Walker? If they go Aiden Hutchinson, does Detroit then? What does Detroit do it to? And if they go Trayvon Walker, I would imagine Detroit would grab Aiden Hutchinson. But what do you what what is your sense? That obviously wasn't your answer when I asked. What do you think you know for sure? So what's your best sort of sense of that right now? My, my my best guess is that the, the Jaguar the Jaguars do take Hutchinson at one, and, and again it's so it's weird because it's the decision making process of do you go by what you saw in the 2021 season and the production that Aiden Hutchinson had for most of that season, or do you watch the Orange Bowl? and watch him get absolutely manhandled by Georgia's offensive line, have a non-productive game, and you see what Trayvon Walker did on the big stage in the Orange Bowl and the national title game, and you see the upside with him. But I guess it just kind of depends on the personnel decision-maker's opinion. I would, I would take Hutchinson over Walker just because I think I – hate, I hate saying it this way because I think the – Maybe the ceiling isn't as high, like if, if Walker completely blossoms, but I think you know you're going to get a pretty productive player in, in Hutchinson, number one. Whereas with Walker, I think you can answer, ask some questions as to why maybe he didn't perform at this level every single time he stepped on the field. So if I'm the Jaguars, I still do take Hutchinson. All right. Now, this is going to be completely selfish because these, these have to do with picks I've, with bets I've already made. But what is your sense of, what is your sense of how many quarterbacks will go in the first round? I, again, this is a common sense decision versus a an NFL franchise decision maker. We have to have a quarterback. Like, should more than three go in the first round? Absolutely not. But I mean, we, we, you've talked about, and we've talked about, like the number of these teams who have multiple first round picks, and does a team like Detroit sneak someone in, and then in that late pick in the in the first round to maybe put it at three or put it at four. I think I think three is the right number, and I think the way you played it is probably the right way where there won't, even though there probably should only be one or two, there'll, there'll, there'll be three, and it, there's a better chance of there being four than there is of two. Yeah, that's I, I think how, that's how I put it. Yeah. Four, four better chances than two. I, I don't, but I don't think any of these guys are like, like, these are all, in my opinion, and watching these guys, these are like developmental quarterbacks where you take take a chance on maybe one of these guys in like the 
the third round or the second round. Like, if you have a starter, I think that's the type of quarterback that these guys are are going to be drafted. Like, if you need a star quarterback, you need a franchise quarterback, these guys aren't that. Like, that's why I talked about the Lions. Like, the Lions are so, – like, talk about Lions taking Willis and two. You nuts. You take Thibodeau or Gardner or Lyman or someone – and then later on, you take a quarterback. Like, why wouldn't like I wouldn't you be opposed if a team take, like if you're the Carolina Panthers, you take someone at six, and then maybe you take a Carson Strong uh, with, with another pick after that. So I am not a fan of the quarterback, but there's a difference between a fan of it and how you're going to bet it. Can't wait. Six days away. One of the great betting vehicles, if not the greatest, of the entire calendar year. Chris, appreciate it as always, man. Of course, but be well. Chris Valika, everybody, at Chris Valika on Twitter. We'll come back. Mo Dackel on the NBA. Looking forward to this next, right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is all in for the draft next week in Las Vegas, right here on the strip. We got a special draft preview show, though, this Sunday at 6 p.m. Before all of that, don't forget, a little more than 48 hours away this Sunday, 6 p.m., Tim Murray, Sean King will break down all the first round prospects and props and expert guests up in abundance, including legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, former NFL lineman, TV host Mike Golick, and his son, Mike Goley Jr., VEASAN's Draft Preview Special this Sunday, 6 p.m. exclusively on VEASAN. And don't forget while you're at it to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. That's it. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft for more information.
Skill Alexander, uh, I have not gotten the NBA out of my system. Let's talk some more uh, ball. The, the playoffs, the first round thus far, bananas. And to help us along, we bring in Mo DeKeel, who uh, works at The Athletic, does podcasts there as well, uh, jumpball.net, founder of that, and is a all-out hoops head, if I can call him that, because he breaks down stuff on his Twitter really well. Mo, great to have you on the show. Appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you for having me. And I think uh, hoops head probably doesn't even fully... Uh, encaps- encapsulate how how much I am. I'm up till like two in the morning watching films. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, some would some would beg to differ with that. I I, I respect it greatly. Let, let's start with because you break break down film till two in the morning. I think the the place to start might then be the Mavericks and the Jazz. We're obviously still no Luca. I see no incentive now with the with the um, with the Mavericks up two games to one in this series to bring back Luca for Game Four anyway. But, you know, they talked about it extensively on Inside the NBA last night, which is, what is Quinn Snyder doing just keeping Rudy Gobert in this, in this series, in the, in the ballgame? Like, he insists on continuing to put Rudy Gobert back. And to some extent, you can get it because that's his guy. But the matchup is so poor here, and Jason Kidd is just exploiting that by spreading out the offense when Gobert is in the ballgame. I mean, do you, do you think Snyder will ever adjust on this? I don't think he will. And part of it is you, you roll with the guy that brought you to the dance. And I think that's an important thing, but he needs to adjust the defense a little bit. What they can't have is when the Mavs spread them out, Rudy Gobert has got to stay with his man in the corner. I know that's a big deal because listen, the Mavs, uh, the Jazz's guards are giving up penetration way too easily. In particular, Donovan Mitchell is getting blown by over and over again. And Rudy's, whole thing is I'm going to protect the rim. But when he does that, it opens up those kickouts to the corners for threes and things like that. You got to kind of adjust your, your defensive game plan. And more importantly, I think they found and stumbled on a little bit of a small ball lineup last night, you know, midway through the third quarter and early into the fourth, fourth, excuse me, you're with, with Eric Pascal. I think that's where you end up going with instead of going to Hassan Whiteside when you do put Rudy on the bench to give him some rest. So I'm not totally in agreement of, hey, just bench Rudy altogether. I'm more in the line of you got to kind of start adjusting your rotations and how you're going to defend when Rudy's in the game. And you need to adjust by putting Whiteside on the bench and go small when Rudy's out of the game. Jazz were an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in Game 3. It's adjusted down to four-and-a-half now, but part of that is because of sort of the vague issue with Luka right now. Will he play or will he not? Do you trust the Jazz enough to lay the points in a Game 4? No, and I probably didn't trust them going into the playoffs, (laughs) just to be up front. uh, Look at the fact the game they won was still a really tight game, and if it's very possible this could have been a 3-0 series. You know, Jalen Brunson missed a layup almost point blank, and then Reggie Bullock missed a, a three in transition. Like, that would have swung the balance of that game in the final minute and a half. So, you know, it's you, you can't trust the Jazz. You can't look at it and just feel comfortable with the fact of, like, yeah, I'm going to lay the points. I trust them to do what they can do. And it's they haven't proven it at all so far in this series and leading up to the playoffs. That's right. Giving leads up over and over again, it's become a big deal. Can the T-Wolves point blank recover? I mean, I'll just phrase it this way. Can they recover from a game like that last night where they give up not one, but two 25-plus leads? Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I don't think they can. I mean, this is a very young team. 
right? And that's kind of like a a double gut punch, right? You give up the 25 point lead, you build it back up only to give it up again. Like that's a killer. That's going to hurt you quite a bit. And I think what you're looking for when you're Minnesota and and Chris Finch, you just got to start going like, Hey, we just got to stay the course, throw away, you know, put what happened last game behind you. Let's jump forward into this one. We can't have a situation where you're trying to win game three in game four by taking wild shots. All right. Three games tonight, Mo, and they all involve teams that, you know, it really comes down to, do you believe in these underdogs and in, in underdogs in the series? Now, the Hawks down two to nothing against the Heat. We go to Atlanta for the first time. So in one respect, the Heat have just held serve. Hawks are a, a one and a half point dog in this ball game tonight. Then the Bulls, who are even with the Bucks in the series, one game apiece, and no Chris Middleton now moving forward with the Bucks in this series. The Bulls are two and a half point dogs at home trying to take a two to one lead. No one gave them a chance before this. Now, obviously, the Middleton injury uh, pollutes this. And then the Suns and the Pelicans tied at one game apiece. No Devin Booker for the rest of this series, with the Pelicans trying to take a two to one lead at home tonight with the Suns one and a half point favorites. Between the Hawks, the Bulls, and the Pelicans, which team do you like the best of the trio tonight? I like the Bulls. I think, you know, what they've been able to do defensively has been the most interesting thing. And now with no Chris Middleton, a lot more is going to fall on Giannis and holiday and, and Lopez is really going to have to knock down some more threes on top of everything. But Middleton was so important to what they do at the end of games. Like he was their Mariano Rivera. He was their clutch scorer, right? Like he's the guy who's going to have the ball in his hands and then create for everybody and himself in those final three minutes of a close game. And you can't overlook not just what, DeRozan's been doing what Vucevic has been doing, but you got to look at what Alex Caruso is doing defensively. Like he's changed the tenor of this series just with his defensive intensity. And apart from one bad first quarter for the bulls, I feel like they've been really close in this series throughout every, you know, through the other seven quarters. So when I look at it, I go, I think the bulls have the best chance to not uh, to pull off the upset today. How about beyond today? Bulls in this series, again, Bucks with no Middleton, Pelicans against the Suns, again, the Suns without Booker. Do you give the Bulls and or the Pelicans a legit shot of winning the series, their respective series? All right, this is going to be a bit blunt, but no. When I look at it this way, at the end of the day, Giannis is going to go nuts. You know, and I yeah, that's my one concern of picking against him tonight, but I think Giannis has that pedigree. We saw it even in the finals, you know, his, I don't know how many people, this is going to be an old reference. How many people saw the movie Spinal Tap, but Giannis's amps go to 11 yes. while everybody else's go to 10. Yes. And I think that, <laughs> I think that's the, uh, the aspect there. I think that's what you're, we're, we're going to see, especially if, if they do drop this game, I still think the bucks are going to come out on top of the series. Cause I could see him get going. I don't trust the Pelicans just cause they're still really young. Brandon Ingram's been awesome, but it's his first playoff run. I think, you know, even with the injury, I think the Suns are going to be able to regroup. We've seen them do it all season, and I'm not ready to just throw away a 60-win season because Booker's out. Mo, it's the only thing I remember from Spinal Tap, but it is that <laughs> reference, the, 11, the turning the amps to 11. Well, our amps go to 11. Yes. That's We're what, aging ourselves here a yes, little bit. a little bit. <laughs> Um, uh, just a slightly. So, okay. Tomorrow quadruple header, obviously the marquee matchup is game three between the nets and the Celtics. I don't want to let you go without asking you about that. Obviously Celtics up two games to nothing. Massive comeback from 17 down in game two after the buzzer beater that won it in game number one. Is there anything fundamentally, by the way, nets three and a half point favorites tomorrow. Is there anything fundamentally you believe 
that will change uh, or that Steve Nash can figure out how to change that can get the Nets here off the schneid. And then after that, game four, this Ben Simmons news that he might play, like, do you do you feel that even has anything else but but reeking of desperation? Do you think there's anything really legit behind that other than that? Well, to answer your first question, I think Nash has got to figure out how to get KD going. And I think a lot of that is get him moving and attacking in space, get him doing things on the move instead of what's been a very stagnant, you know, just pick and roll action, isolation, no ball, no player movement from anybody else from the Nets. I think that's going to be the goal number one in game three for the Nets. And I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off because Jason Tatum defensively has been something else. And this is something we kind of saw coming even in 2020. There were games where he was taking LeBron on defensively, games where he was taking Kawhi Leonard on defensively. And now we're seeing sort of the the growth of Jason Tatum kind of becoming that dude. You know, that's kind of just a little bit of a phrase. Not, I know it's not extreme, extremely eloquent, but he's just that dude at this point where he can do it on both ends of the court. And I think it's going to be a challenge. And that's why they're trying to bring in Ben Simmons in game four. And I bet they wish they could have brought him in for game three because this thing might be over by then. You know, they might go down 3-0 after tomorrow. And I think that's going to be the challenge. And I have real concerns. You're bringing in a guy who hasn't played since June of last year to just come into the game. and Me too. A playoff atmosphere yeah. too, right? Like you're just throwing him into just, hey, it's the playoffs. And and also Most intense time. Yeah, and also you just mentioned something like it, they can't bring him for game three. Like I mean, that's the interesting thing. It's like, well, no, game three, that's too soon. It's been a while, but with game four, that's a different story. So you know, it's gonna be fascinating for sure. Mo, I appreciate. It. I got to run, but but thank you so much for the time and enjoy all the playoffs tonight and beyond. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Mo DeKeel, everybody. Mo DeKeel underscore NBA on Twitter. That's D-A-K-H-I-L. Great to talk to him. Vinny Maolio, next, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've tuned in for bloodshed on the program. Apparently, we're not going to have any. Vinny Maliulo joins us. Slow jamming with Vinny. I'll tell you why momentarily. We have the music for Vinny? No? No slow jamming music? What the heck? Oh, okay. What's well, the, where, there you go, so Vinny. There it is. How you doing, man? You good? I'm good. What do you say, Gil? Well, here's the thing. You know, I was all prepared for uh, for a conversation, and then you come in and you disarm me by saying, Yeah, we put up props yesterday. Wow. I was texting with Chrissy last night. He didn't, didn't come up. Well, we wanted to surprise you. <laughs> is that what it was? We wanted to get your on-air reaction to it. So uh, this is awesome. Well, they, yeah, they're uh, look at you. They're up there, buddy. And and this um, might not be the extent of them. There might be more. Well, you know, we've got another. Uh, we've got another week. Uh, well, actually, less than a week. Uh, so, and again, trying to, you know, the whole thing with these props to Gill is to to try to make them easy uh, to 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 understand and uh, to post. And again, I, 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 I think we touched on this last week, and I did touch on it yesterday with Michael Lombardi and uh, did Patrick we touch Mark. on it last week? I don't remember. That. Watch oh, this. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just so everybody knows, uh, and again, it's not denoted on here, but wherever you're when you're betting these props and everything, let, let's everybody remember that an edge is a defensive player. Yes. Okay. That needs to and, be. And I asked Michael Lombardi mm-hmm. if in his illustrious NFL career, if he's ever seen or heard of an edge quarterback, an edge running back, 
or an edge wide receiver or an edge tight end to please let us know and then we'll address that. But because uh, you know those anyway. There you there you have it. Buddy. I like one already. You do well. So, let's see if it's. So you uh, you have uh, you have draft positions of a, of a number of players over under draft positions yeah. of any number of players. You have total number of quarterbacks drafted in the first round. You guys set it at two and a half with the over at minus two fifty. Yeah, no change. No change there. No change there. Uh, you've also got you've also got first pick in the draft where Aiden Hutchinson is minus two hundred. Trayvon Walker's two to one. Who'll be the first quarterback selected? You've got Malik Willis at minus one fifty. Mm-hmm. All right, is, what what is moved? By the way, um, by the way, did I introduce you properly, Vinny Maliulo? Everybody? Well, yeah, I think you got there. I know you're yeah. all excited, so yeah, I was very excited. Yeah, very excited. Are, are you in action, by the way, on any props yet? I, I think Am I'm going to. Let me just say props. this: I'm going to say the yes is probably a bigger favorite than uh, the uh, over and under uh, over two and a half quarterbacks. Yeah, I've I've made nine bets already. <laughs> there you go. I'm about to make a tenth when I leave the studio here at the okay. South Point Hotel Casino. Well, you can do it on your phone. You can do it right now. You know, I mean, if you're on your on your app there, if you're so inclined, so. But I don't have my South Point app funded. Sorry. Sorry about that. What is what's moved here, Vinny? Um, Trent McDuffie, draft position over and under seventeen and a half. Mm-hmm. The under was a dollar forty on the opener. The over is now one fifteen. How many? How much are you taking on these? These are a nickel, or uh, and, and if you you know the rule, I can ask for more. You can. Okay. Just get to the counter. Get on the phone with Christy. Let's get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I know the right people here. Come on. So give me more. Uh, but uh, McDuffie did uh, did move uh, quite a bit there. Um, Malik Willis went from uh, draft position ten and a half. Pick him minus a dime both sides. To um, over minus one twenty, even on the under. Oh, people went over. Okay. Went over on okay. uh, on Malik Willis. Hmm. And let's see, Desmond Ritter, twenty nine and a half over nine. We did a lot of uh, positions just to get it. It's quick. It's easy. It's mm-hmm. easily uh, uh, definable, you know. And so we can you can get it right right into into the system. So Desmond Ritter. Uh, over and under 29.5. Pick them. Uh, they bet over 29.5. Uh, we went to 30.5. He's not 30.5. Pick he, he feels like maybe a number 32 pick. Could, yeah, yeah. late, very, uh, you know, like. Uh, Detroit's got a pick there. Remember uh, when the uh, when Baltimore. Uh, Traded up tra- to get Lamar Jackson, to, to, and, and they—he was the last pick of the, of the yeah. first round. Actually, and that impacted that uh, that quarterback prop uh, that year. That was a determining. Uh, was it because I, I, I want was yeah. it five and a half? That was the prop uh, that year? Because remember that year there was supposed to be a bunch. That, yeah, that, that class was so much more talented. It, than this I one. know that he, that pick determined uh, the uh, result of that prop, though for sure. Okay, so can I ask you? Yeah. And, and Vinny, you could answer to the extent that you're comfortable answering. Gil, I've always said you can ask anything you want, <laughs> what you, whether or not you, you yeah. enjoy the answer. <laughs> so, so you and Chrissy and, and Jimmy, you guys got together, and you're like, all right, well, the, the draft is coming up. It's uh, it's next Thursday. Uh, there are some other prominent books in town mm-hmm. that have taken the approach where they're like, we're not putting up anything till Monday. And they also know that there's a 24-hour rule here in Nevada. Uh, Nevada, tw- by regulation, the uh, uh, five five o'clock Pacific time, Wednesday. Got to be off, right? So by by only putting up their props on Monday, 
it's legit a 48 hour or so deal for those for those spots. You guys saw the landscape, saw that others like William Hill and stations had put it out a long time ago, are taking big bets on all of these, by the way. And you guys sort of made the decision. We don't want to be as late as those guys. We obviously haven't been as early as those guys. Was that part of the thinking? Not, you know, he's not really, again, and again, what other operators do, I don't critique. Everybody uh, does. No, no, no. I'm just saying that uh, that everybody does what they believe is best for their operation. So what we did was say, you know, we know the draft is coming, and it, for the fact that it's going to be here is going to generate even more interest. So how can, you know, we, you know, Get folks take another take advantage of a weekend of of betting activity with visitors uh, coming to town that may not be here next weekend. I mean, not everybody's going to be uh, staying in in Las Vegas for a week. I mean, although the town is going to be it's it's going to be a big event for for Las Vegas. We all know that. So. Uh, I mean, one of the telltale signs is forget about looking at the juice. Look at on these sheets. Look, look at look at the room rates. <laughs> that, that'll 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 tell you the that's the ultimate. That's one of the biggest uh, juice factors. But that said, we just said, listen, what's but how can we also make it, uh, you know, attractive for folks to bet and easy for folks to bet too, and hence the. Uh, you know, just the the, simp- uh, the simple aspect of it, and, and the majority of these being uh, over and under draft position. So, we just said, hey, look, you know, let's uh, let's take a look at it. I mean, you're you're aware of what's what's out there. You don't want to be identical. I mean, we don't always, uh, you know, there are some that are probably the same, uh, but and there are some that that are different. So, but it what, it, it wasn't a, a driving force for uh, for us here in terms of, you know. Well, with, they have this, and we don't have, and and vice versa. And I, and, and now, will will others look at ours and say, uh, well, yeah, this is what uh, what's at South Point. Yeah, well, I think when you're uh, as an operator, when you're posting things, um, you're you're going to be aware of uh, of what the landscape is offering too, so that you're not just posting something that's completely, you know, out of uh, out of out of out of whack. Let me ask it this way: Do you think? that it would have been a mistake not to put them up at all. So, you mean don't put any props up at all? In other words, like if you guys... <clears throat> come thir- by Thursday yeah. come or Wednesday comes yes. and you didn't have any... Uh, yes. I, 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 whether it's a mistake or not, I think, listen, I think you're, you're, you are you're have an opportunity to, to generate some business, right, on an event that is a first-time event here in Las Vegas and has been as hyped as it is, and whenever there are events here, we know that they generate, you know, we started, you know, you could start at 20% in terms of a, 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 an increase in handle, right? We oftentimes talk about it. When there's a fight here, how much more handle is there going to be? We know that, you know, the uh, the conference tournaments that are here for the, uh, the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments, there's always more interest and things like that. So uh, I think, you know, you would, you, it would have been a missed opportunity uh you know, if but again, if some folks decide not to do it, they look ill. I mean, uh, no, 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 to no, each his own, right? No, I mean, not talking about you know, them some people no. pay, uh, you know, six to five on blackjack. Uh, yeah, no, no, know, no. We, I'm, we I'm not pay, talking uh, about them. I'm just like three to two. Was that so. a was that a was that a exchange among you know where you guys were like, here's the thing, like if let's say we put truth serum on, like we could imagine, right? We could imagine you guys saying like, well, you know, really, and to be honest, we'd rather not do this at all because, you know. It's not exactly the most profitable thing over time, 
but not putting them up at all is not really a good look. We probably should have it up. No, it wasn't. It was not was, a. a okay. big, it wasn't a, a, a major deliberation. Hey, draft's coming. Let's get some props together and uh, and you know and, and generate some business. So all right. Um, I like it. I'm I'm, again, I'm super happy that you guys did it. No, no, I think you know. And again, now you know some of the uh, you know we can. I know we got we're up against it uh, the first break here, uh, but um, we could talk about some of the some of the challenges, right? And I'm sure that yes. you know it's interesting because some of the challenges on our side of the counter are the exact same challenges from your of side of the counter, of course. And particularly this year, I think. Uh, Given the probably start, you start with the quarterback situation. I think you. That's you know? what that's what I was saying. The irony of some of some shops not putting them out until Monday. I, I believe the irony of that this year is that this is the book's best opportunity to actually win on this draft this well, year. Again, win or lose, but you're going to generate a lot more business too. I think that's the, 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 this draft will generate more business than the last few drafts combined. Right. The fact that it's here. Talk more about Vinny's challenges with the NFL draft. Thanks for agreeing to stay for a second segment, Benny. I appreciate it. Don't I always? Coming back. You do. What a numbers game at Beeson. These sports betting networks. Touch and go today, though. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my <laughs> Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. 
that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly, and if always... uh, as always, rather, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. Vinny Maolio is here. Jeff Parlay as well. Um, we were just, we have screens on here, and we brought this up on primetime last night, but I haven't this morning. Miguel Cabrera on 2,999 hits. Tigers had runners at second and third. First base was empty. One to nothing game. And Aaron Boone gave him the free pass. You have a problem? I think that's just, I mean, it's a baseball game, right? You're people, play- people are outraged by this. I don't know why. You're playing the game, right? Yeah. I mean, you're playing the, you know, the, the uh, strategies uh, of of the game. So, I mean, it's not like the last game of the season. No. Right, where Ted Williams, uh, who right. did not sit out, uh, got himself a 400 and, and got, season anyway. Got a four, yep. So 406, but, I look, believe it was. I mean, 404, you know, 406. But Gil, is there is there anything is there anything that's not a big deal in baseball these days? And specifically in, in anything, baseball, yeah. in anything. Well, here's the thing. So, Miguel Cabrera, when he does get his 3,000th hit for yeah. uh, baseball nerds, he will be the seventh player all time to have 3,000 hits and 500 homers. Amazing. 3,000 hits, 500 homers. I'm going to try to do this off the top of my head. I'm going to forget one person. But it's Hank Aaron, it's Willie Mays, Eddie Murray, A-Rod, Pujols, and... The Bonds, uh, get, Bonds get three... Bonds did not get, get to 3,000, 3, right? Yeah. Bonds a 500-500 guy with stolen bases. Pujols, you said... There's one I'm forgetting in that group, but we'll that but and and Miguel Cabrera, the last person to have to win the triple crown, triple crown in right. 2012, the only person to get the triple crown in the last 55 right, years. 67 was uh, Carl Yastrzemski, Yastr- Yastr- yeah. right? Yeah, the last uh, straight to the Hall of Fame. It's a great uh, oh, no doubt. Uh, we, we were saying we, we feel bad for people who only like know him from the last three mm-hmm. or four years. By the way, when he came up, I want to say it was 2003 with the Marlins, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and he didn't come. He didn't. He didn't. Come out of spring training with the team. I think he got called up I believe that season, so. if I'm not mistaken. So. And they, I'm going to win in a World Series against the Yankees. But folks were like, you know, who's this kid? Jeffrey, who did I forget from there? Did you? Or you were leaning in. I thought you were going to say. No, I, I, oh. I'm getting word from downstairs, but I have to double check this. Uh, did, did Mike Schmidt get three thousand hits? Was Schmidt the Was Schmidt the other one? I don't know if he did. I have to double check. Maybe that. he was the one I forgot. Um, I'm forgetting one person. We'll get to that. Um, okay, some of the other challenges of making these you want to talk well, about. Uh, you know, Gil, it's there's still Schmidt did not twenty two hundred plus hits for Mike Schmidt. There's still uh, trades that are probably going to take place right between now and the. Tra- I mean, I think the big one looming, uh, whether it happens or not, whether it's posturing, whatever the case may be. You you, you look at Debo Samuel, right? Where. Uh, you know, is he, he he wants out of, of San Francisco. So who are likely candidates there? Probably both New York teams, given the, the, the amount of picks they have in, you know, the first hundred, right? I mean, I think both the Jets and the Giants have two picks in the first round alone. Um, you know, you, you would you see the 49ers just throwing their hands up and saying, you know what, let's, let's, you know, we're going to, we're going to, not quite start over, but completely retooled. Do you see Jimmy Garoppolo also go? 
right? I, I know uh, we chatted about this uh, also. You know, there are the quarterback situation. If you look at the draft, I want to say Carolina's number six. They're more likely to draft a quarterback in the first round than, say, maybe the first five teams ahead of them. If they if they wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo, they're not going to draft a quarterback, right? Nor are the 49ers. So so does this number of of quarterbacks taken in the first round yeah. get get impacted? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, you, you the know, Debo thing is is really worrisome to me as someone who has over six on wide receivers. I yeah. don't want him to end up with a team if he gets traded. The Niners are in no obligation mm-hmm. to trade him. If he were right. to get traded to a team that is wide receiver needy, yeah. Therefore, taking them out of drafting one, right? There's there's all kinds of impacts here. This is, I think, the interesting question about when we segue to futures, because mm-hmm. we always say free agency matters more to the futures market than the draft does. But this year, where particularly that draft class of quarterbacks is not deemed to oh. be a really talented one. In fact, Chris was talking, Felica was talking about it earlier. Daniel Jeremiah says he he rates Davis Mills coming out last year at a better grade than any of these five guys mm-hmm. that are that are supposed to be at the top of this quarterback class. And so I'm wondering, obviously a Garoppolo trade, obviously a Debo trade, that might affect a team's number, either in the case of losing Debo to, to mm-hmm. the Niners, that would affect their numbers negatively, someone else's positively, perhaps. But as far as the, the, the kids who are actually coming out in this draft, mm-hmm. you know, Sons, the Trevor Lawrences of the right, world, right. is there anybody in this draft coming out that would in any way affect a number in the futures market like not even at all Maybe quarterback right? or anybody anybody no, no I don't I don't I don't think so Gil I think it, it there's more of a likelihood of a of a, of a cluster let's say of, of, of players right so uh, do look the Jets here's what you have to here's a scenario you could look at if the Jets do trade for Samuel what are they giving up uh is it all? I think they have four picks in like the first what forty, something like that, right? Do they have to give them all up? Probably no. No. Okay, you can't you can't do that. But if they get Samuel and a couple of other good players, you have to look at. Well, wait a second. You still got Miami, and uh, you got. But they're still the fourth choice in the division, probably right behind the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins, right? Based on what they did in the offseason as well, and who knows what they're going to do. In in the draft, so I can't sit here and 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 say you know what, based on pure draft picks, will will pure draft picks impact the future price? I don't think even not a tick. Not, but could a combination sure. of draft picks and a significant trade impact futures? Yes. Probably. Yeah. Carolina with Garoppolo and depending on what else they do. Oh, and by the way, does McCaffrey stay there too? So there's that dynamic as well, right? So you just have to look at the, the complete picture. But it's, it's a great question uh, that will – is there anybody in the draft that you go, wow, this team is now – a cond-? No. Nothing. No. It's as, much as, we, as much as we as bettors <laughs> love betting it. Um, by the way, the Hornets, this just in from Woj, firing head coach James Borrego. Didn't see that coming necessarily. But is that, um, is that, was he, did that have anything to do with uh, with uh, gambling at all? <laughs> Everybody, everybody's loud? making that joke. By the joke way, I just want to uh, may I comment on that? Please, yes. Uh, I think it was just you know I think it's, there, there's where education is going to help a lot of folks understand mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, 
when when fans are irate, they're irate at many things. First of all, they're fans. I mean, you got people that are annoyed at the price of the tickets, yep. at the prices of concession stands, all kinds of things. But to 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 say that uh, you know sports betting is now turning. Uh, the you know uh, the the ire of fans up a notch. Listen, people have been betting since you know my ancestors back in the Coliseum. Okay, <laughs> trust me. Okay, so that 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 that's this is not something new. I don't know if you uh, caught my little clip on this, Benny, but I, I did, agree. Actually, I agree. And I thought it was uh, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was uh, it was a good clip. But uh, real 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 quick in our last minute here, the NBA playoffs have yeah. been absolutely spectacular. Or, or is your handle, and maybe it's too soon to even ask you this question, but do you get this? Do you get the sense that your handle, three, two games in some series case into the NBA first round, is about as great as it's very, ever been? Very strong. Yeah. The trend continues uh, with uh, the handle. You know, people betting uh, very strongly and and doing quite well, frankly, with in the NBA playoffs. Another good uh, night uh, by uh, by the betters last night, and and that's certainly contributing to the handle, right? They're Betters have been successful uh, so far with uh, with the NBA playoffs, and as long as and that that's only going to add to the handle. But yeah, no no doubt about it, Gil. I, look, and I know a lot of people don't particularly care for the playing aspect of it all, but that's just more business for us. And more playoff games creates more business. But uh, even since that, uh, you've seen uh, that uh, take front uh, uh, front NBA betting right now. The NBA playoffs are front and center in terms of uh, handle. So 3,000 hits, 500 home run club, which Mickey Cabrera is one hit away from joining that club. He would be the seventh all-time. I mentioned that he would be joining Hank Aaron, mm-hmm. Willie Mays, yep. Eddie Murray, Albert Pujols, and A-Rod. The person I left out, Rafael Palmeiro. Ooh. Wow. Forgot about Rafael Palmeiro. Someone who has been eliminated from baseball, yes. basically. Wow. Yeah. Man, easy swinger. Easy smooth. And there were some other allegations as well. Vinny, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Gil. Have a good weekend, guys. Vinny Maolio, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.